welcome to Gino and Davis Fantasy Fiber, where each week we cover current events related to the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Gino. And I'm Dave. We only got five minutes. Let's get after this. <laughs> Sorry. <Welcome. laughs> first, week, first week back, I just wanted to throw you for a loop. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And we're getting more serious now because football is actually back. Let's get real serious about this podcast. Actually put out a good product. Not just us rambling after a few beers for about an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is that was a bonus episode, so we don't have to count it against our record. Uh, first up, let's just get right into it because this week has been crazy. Controversy of the week, Gino. What do you got? Uh, you know, not a whole lot of controversy. Um, maybe we'll call it the karma game of the week when we get to it. Um, you know, Brian had offered me a good trade on a text and then went back on it because it was said it wasn't official. And then Dak came out and said what he thought about it, but that's not really a controversy. I think that was just karma. I guess the only controversy we have is, uh, where, where's our IR slots? I, I don't know. I mean, even Travis mentioned in the chat today, like, Hey guys, I don't know how to do this. I think it's, I think it's past the point where he can even add those in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you could do you could do anything when you have Godfather rights, but uh, whatever. It really doesn't matter. Let's just move on. We have a lot to cover. We're a ten team league. IRs are not that important. Marquise Brown is on the waiver wire. Like we're not that deep. <laughs> He's on the waiver wire for about the next uh, 36 hours till it runs, I believe. <laughs> All right, so we got. Let's just talk about some news. I mean, we haven't done news typically in the past. And uh, we're going to check how you guys like it, so please give us some feedback on this segment. But there was just so much happening this week. So first up, AB. I mean, oh my God, we could <laughs> if we could have done a new segment every ten hours this past weekend with AB. <laughs> we still wouldn't have kept up with him. <laughs> if only we had the recording of him chewing out the GM, that would have been nice. Yeah, I I saw a meme. It had like Bill Belichick holding a cell phone, and it says like, "Hey Antonio, call him a cracker." Yeah, come on, Kyle, that, should, that should get it done. So, yep, so AB got released as he was, he asked, I, I, did you see the comment on Twitter? So in the comments on Sleeper, AB posted and said, release me. Yeah. So on, on, on the reel, um, how good was that video? Dude, that video was pretty legit, but it doesn't make any sense considering... So what I heard afterwards was that uh, Gruden said, yeah, it's okay. You can use my voice in your video. And, and then, he thought it was funny. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just here to play football. And you're like, sweet. That's what I want AB to do. And then the next day, he's like, release me. I will never play for you. I've already got yeah. a $15 million contract. Well, that was because him and Mayock got into it, right? I'm but, not yeah. really sure. Have you seen the Todd Gurley video? He released one like that, too. No. If you go on the Todd Gurley Twitter, it's the it, it's obviously done by the same person or production or whatever it is, and uh-huh. it's like showing him rehabbing and all this stuff and like the media talking shit about him and things. Um, and he's like, it's like it has the same hashtag like more than a football player or whatever, like whatever. Anyways, good video. Anyways, let's get back to AB. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm glad that we don't have the the bet that Brian and I made anymore because Tom Brady might be a top 10 quarterback now. <laughs> he looked good without AB. Imagine if he's got AB out there now too. It's going to be disgusting. New Orleans is going to go. I think 
there's like two people that benefit from AB going to the Pats as fantasy football wise. I think Tom Brady just got a huge increase because he's going to be hitting more attempts because he got more open passers everywhere. And then Julian Edelman, because Josh Gordon and AB are going to be pushing the top off and defenses are going to have to respect them. And Edelman is just going to be all day just cross the middle, Edelman, cross the middle, Edelman, cross yeah. the middle, Edelman. I mean, it's what he already think, does. I think, and this is, there's two sides of this argument for sure, but I think where I fall is, I think Sonny Michelle benefits as well uh, because they can't stack the box on him. And they're gonna they're gonna score more. They're gonna get down the field more, which means more red zone opportunities. Sure, AB might might get a lot of those, especially if he starts chirping about how they're not throwing to him. But that's also not the Patriot way. Like as soon as he starts complaining about not getting the ball, he's gonna get benched. So I think Sonny Michelle is gonna score more than ten touchdowns this year. I don't know, and the only reason that I don't know is because I got Sony Michelle leading my list of possible trash man nominees later in the later in the podcast. So, <laughs> hey. so we'll get to that. Okay. Enough yeah. about A B. We could do forty five minutes on A B. Uh yeah. let's talk about let's just talk about the injuries that we saw this week. It was insane. So going down with major injuries, Nick Full, Tyreek Hill, Juice, like Guys. Guys, oh, whatever. Mixon, Tevin Coleman, Diggs is still fighting an injury he had for practice. Like, what on earth is happening? This I feel like this has got to be the most injury-filled week one of, like, key fantasy players. All these guys were on teams. Yeah, I mean, usually sometimes we get some guys in preseason and some guys wait a couple games or whatever. Um, I I don't think I've seen this many clavicle injuries. Usually it's like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So the Nick Foles one doesn't surprise me that much because that is, like, the injury that they can get these days, right? Um, I don't know. I, I think that actually has the biggest fantasy impact because who who came in for him? Minchu or whatever his name is. Yeah. Rookie. Ro- six round rookie from this year. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to, he played. Okay. I don't think he can continue to play well as a quarterback. I think it hurts. It hurts DD. A lot of people are going to want to pick up Chark now. And I think it hurts Chark. Um, it might help Fournette, honestly, because if they weren't already planning on running this offense through Fournette, they're going to have to now, and I think it helps them. Well, I don't know, man. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have were playing KC. KC's defense is not terrible. They're not like the worst in the league. And Mishnu or Miknu or whatever that guy's name was, I think he started off like 11-0. and 0. He tied the record for most completions in a row by a rookie in their first game. Maybe – it's probably just because Casey didn't game plan against him, but who knows? Maybe he could be respectable. Maybe he could be a decent, you know, week-to-week maybe streamer. Maybe when Jacksonville goes up against Miami, you pull him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly – I think the only – like I said, a lot of people are going to go get, try to get Shark on the waiver wire because uh, he had a great game. I think the only – pass catching um, asset I want from them is Didi because he's still going to play a slot role and I believe in his talent. But I, I, I think that as long as Fournette can not get in a fight every play and get ejected, <laughs> like if he can get out of his own way, I think Fournette could be a top five back this year with what they got going forward. I'm pretty sure it's actually like a team rule. You have to pick a fight every other play or else you don't belong <laughs> in Jacksonville. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because that game was just filled 
with like little chippy shit. Uh, yeah. The DBs were all over. Everybody I don't understand. Like Miles Jack got 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 ejected, right? Who? Why do people throw punches at helmets? <laughs> They're just it's so not angry. worth getting ejected for. At least kick somebody. Like you know, like. Did you see the the defensive? Uh, was it a D lineman or a linebacker that kicked a guy in the face and got ejected? Yeah. And he got that ejected. Was, yeah. That was a great. Yeah. That's what you should do. Go Use out those the right way. Get him in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on from Jacksonville, because we don't need to spend that much time on Jacksonville. Um, Tevin Coleman, that's a big one, right? Uh, Raheem Mostert showed up again. All of a sudden, Raheem Mostert's another name we have to worry about. He's going to be on the waiver wire. Um, Matt Breida, we, we, we said on this podcast we love Matt Breida. With Tevin Coleman there, uh, the problem is, can he continue to Wolverine for the next 15 games uh, in order to, you know, be viable for fantasy football week in, week out? So I think Raheem Mostert is a maybe not a 10-team league at this point, but he is a must-add at this point now because they're going to basically fall back into where they were last year where they're like, all right, who's the next man up? We're five deep now. I mean, all that's fair, but... I don't know if San Francisco can make anybody respect the run game. Jimmy G looked awful. The 49ers in general looked terrible. I didn't see – I mean, well, well, the only bright spot was Kittle, maybe? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to run that offensive Kittle for sure. Garoppolo looked terrible. Their best wide receiver, Pettis, coach hates him for some reason right now. Uh, I, 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 I have him on the team. He's probably going to be on the waiver wire soon, so if you guys want to hold hold out and see what happens, I'm I'm done with it. Uh, but Tevin Coleman going out, that's that's a big deal. Um, Joe Mixon, he's day to day right now. So Gio Bernard, since the starting of this league, has been a thorn in the league year in and year out. Alan Delaney and I will spend the, the probably the seventh year in a row now fighting over him, and who's going to pick him up because Jeremy Hill is not there anymore. Uh, like those, that's that's some throwback right there, Jeremy Hill. Remember him? No, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Gio Bernard, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the top pickups again on the waiver wire this year or this week because we don't know if Joe Mixon's gonna play. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, speaking of ankles, almost a scary moment with uh, Pat Mahomes. He didn't want to see that happen that early, but hope, you know they taped him up. He was ready to go, and he went on and he got overshadowed, but he had a Pat Mahomes day still. Well, the Lizard King got him. So <laughs> Sammy Watkins decided this was going to be his coming out party. Uh, but no, you're right. I mean, Mahomes and Tyreek, I was I was like, oh, my God, did KC just lose their whole offense? Yeah, Tyreek, man, uh, out for multiple weeks with this clavicle thing that he doesn't need surgery for. Well, I think it's like a sternum. Like it was initially a clavicle and then like something popped in his sternum and then they rushed him to the hospital. I <laughs> he got like three catches and then was out and he almost got into a fight with this effed up clavicle. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. The guy like the guy like walked up behind him and cold cocked him in the back of the head and he's like, I don't care about my clavicle, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then finally, not even injury related, I just wanna confess my love for Deshaun Jackson and the sadness that I don't have him anywhere and that he's not on <laughs> on this league. Uh, Hold on, you, you ran right past the Tyreek thing. I just want to go back there for a second. 
fantasy impact. Sammy Watkins. This was like the first off season that this podcast wasn't like it's Sammy's year. Like we kept at the with the Rams, we we're like, here we go, Sammy. He's finally out of the buff out of Buffalo. And then last year, I was like, here we go, Sammy. He's gonna be awesome. This year, we 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 laid low. We didn't show the Sammy love. <laughs> And he comes out week one and shows us how great he is. Um, I think, I think Sammy. And then don't sleep on Mikael Hartman. He didn't really do anything yesterday, but he played like 75% of the snaps, and he's every bit as fast as Tyreek is. And you know, that's what fantasy football is becoming: is I'm faster than you. I'm running by everybody. You know what they said? Uh, I God, I don't even know who said this. It was a tweet over the summer, but it was like everybody in the NFL is playing chess. And Kansas City is playing Madden. Drop back, bomb. <laughs> Drop back, bomb. Yeah, they basically are. All right, I'm done with that now. We can move on. Okay. All right, let's jump right into the games. We got a ton to cover. So first up is going to be Zacho19, Scott V. Davis, versus 10,000 10, 10, Indians. I don't deserve to win this one. Uh, <laughs> do you know what... You, what was the first thing you said to me when you saw this score? What what popped out of the page on you? Uh, you mean besides my boy Kyler Murray scoring 30 points in one quarter? Uh, Lamar Jackson. He, yeah, on the losing Knicks, team. Knicks losing with Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. How is that possible? Well, it's possible because McCaffrey was the only Carolina player who showed up on Sunday. And then Eckler. Oh, God, it was beautiful. I yeah. loved Eckler especially with that last, that third touchdown he decided to put in just to, to top up his fantasy points. Yeah, since we're talking about Eckler right now, I'm going to go ahead and say, Scotty, unless Dave can talk me out of this somehow, Fireball is probably going to you because Austin Eckler, there was arguments of whether or not he was even the back to have. You could still make that argument because he made all his hay receiving mostly, but geez, 37 points for Austin Eckler, three tutties. Like, I don't know if it gets more fireball than that. I, I'll put him on the list, man. I can't promise he's going to get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love I do love Eckler. And I loved him since last year, trying to get him from Eric, and it just never happened. Uh, let's talk about some, some kind of flubs, right, in this game. So, obviously, quarterback play on both sides was insane. Julio Jones, I thought was going to put up a three-burger until the very end with, like, that ninja touchdown he got. Uh, Atlanta looked Awful. <laughs> yeah, fantasy saving touchdown for Julio touchdown Jones. Yeah, Kittle Kittle had a great day, eight for fifty four, but he didn't find the end zone, and so he's just. I mean, that's probably one of the best, maybe number one tight end this year, depending on how the season shakes out. I think he put up respectable numbers. He just didn't, you know, he didn't really help. Wait, we're not talking about Mark Andrews yet. Mark, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, obviously Coleman got hurt. Gurley, Gurley looked so good. It was frustrating that as soon as they were even in the red zone, they were like, Gurley, Gurley, come on, boy, come on back to the bench. We're just going to sit you right here. Yeah. They had Henderson in there for a one, uh, on the one yard line and he got stuffed and that like, I'm fine with the Malcolm Brown touchdowns and what happened. Cause I think this is what it is now. You know, Gurley's going to play this Alvin Kamara type role. He got more play than Alvin Kamara usually does. Right. And we all love Alvin Kamara. There could be two running backs in this offense that, that do well. But the Henderson thing, that was the one play where I was like, all right, let Gurley have that one. Like, yeah, why do they hate Gurley? He can get it Gurley? in for one yard. Yeah. 
Um, the the arthritic knee. And then the other thing for Nick's team is, are you worried if you're Nick with Juju Smith-Schuster right now? God, no. No. New England, their MO is they take your favorite toy and they put him out of the game. The fact that he still went six for 80 yards, that's awesome. Uh, New England has that that special talent of just making you play with your not best player. So uh, I think all of Pittsburgh kind of looked crappy last night. And I think you have nothing to worry about with Juju. He's going to be he's going to be a, a locked and loaded one all year. Yeah, and and he he has struggled on one on one coverage on the outside, but he's not going to face a, a a DB like like New, New England has very often. So I think there are there are going to be matchups that he can win. And you know, Nick, I'd like to tell you you should worry about Juju because he had a bad game and try to get you to trade me, but. We're here to be honest on this podcast. You need to hold fast with, with Juju. He's going to be fun. And then, so I got the question for you. So you asked about Juju. Uh, flip it over to Scott's side. What do you think about OBJ? What happened with Cleveland this week? Um, I think they're reading their names in the newspaper too much. Or I guess that's an old reference, right? They're watching themselves on, on Twitter too much. Because uh, <laughs> Tennessee came out and just lit them up. <laughs> Uh, they looked terrible, and then I want to see Cleveland win, and they just fell apart all over the yeah. field. Here's here's the thing: they're going to be better. They have too much talent. The moxie is a good thing for them. Maybe they just, you know, they came into the game thinking they had this one already. Um, and Tennessee is one of those teams that every year we're like they suck, but somehow they're in the playoffs every year, right? And you know. That defense, it's going to be better for Cleveland. It has to be better. Here's what I'll say about OBJ. If this is his floor, because it can't get much worse, (laughs) I'm okay with it, right? Like, you're going to take the 10.6 points, and you're going to walk away and be like, whatever, that's fine. Because his ceiling is the number one wide receiver in the game. And he's healthy, because that's always been the thing about OBJ. Is like, is he healthy? He's still... One, if not the best talent, one of the best talents in the game. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Week week one, let's not overreact. Yeah, I I agree. I think both those guys are going to do just fine. Uh, how many weeks now do you Brandon think? Now Brandon Cooks. Oh God. <laughs> I'm more worried about Brandon Cooks if I'm him because Robert Woods looked good. Cooper Cup looked good. You know, Cooks is going to have the. He's going to have this season again though. This happens every year, right? He's going to end up with over a thousand yards. He's going to be a wide receiver one, high wide receiver two, but he's going to have games where he gets you a four-berg, and he's going to have games where he gets you 30. I, he's not going to I, be consistent. I don't even blame Cooks that much. King Joffrey just looked terrible this week. I yeah, can't believe that they good. won. I, I'm shocked that they won. It, luckily, you know, the only other player that looked worse than King Joffrey this week was Cam. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't right. know. I think I think we hit the big points on these teams. Mike Williams, uh, pretty disappointing, but and I don't know if he's still hurt or, or if he got hurt at this point. I think he's stand fast with Mike Williams too. Don't get don't get crazy, Nick. Like they're gonna score, they're gonna win, they're gonna get touchdowns. Um, you know, it was awesome Eckler's day. So so you got else you, wanna... you got the fireball for Eckler. Who's our trash man that we're looking at on Knicks team? Oh, trash on Knicks team? 
Uh, I'm thinking Lamar Jackson. Uh, he didn't <laughs> run the ball, and we really drafted him to be a running quarterback. So. Oh my God! Did you see him in the press conference when he was yeah. like, "Not bad for a running back, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> I By the way, like... I posted on our Twitter the that that conference, and I and I put uh, best running back in the game. Hashtag subscribe. Hashtag yeah. not a sponsor. <laughs> um, no, it's gonna be Mike Williams, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but it probably won't win. Well. Um, look, so, so real quick before we before we get too far ahead, I was actually gonna re have you reintroduce these awards. You know, it's been okay. a whole year. So, do you want to tell the tell the fans? You know, we got the Fireball I and mean, the Trash Man that we're gonna go through, uh, as well as the Exceller, which neither of these guys are gonna win. I'm pretty sure. All right, yeah, definitely. So, and we'll go over the rules. Uh, yeah. So, Fireball is a player on your team that really went above and beyond, put the team on his back and said, I'm going to make sure you win this week. In this case, for me, my nomination for Scott's team, uh, I already talked about was Austin Eckler. So in order to be a fireball, you can't just have a great game. You have to surpass expectations exponentially, right? Uh, Austin Eckler, if he came out and scored the projected 14 points that he had on there, we would have been like, he had a great game because, you know, his floor could have been nothing, right? Um and we're in the sense of like if OBJ came out and matched the 16 points that he was supposed to get, we would have been like, eh, average game for OBJ, right? He would have to go out there and put up huge numbers for someone of that talent to qualify. Uh, and you know, sometimes we're gonna get in arguments about this. I think last year we put some some fake stipulations that like Todd Gurley had to have like two touchdowns and 200 yards in order. That wasn't order a fake stipulation. That was a real stipulation. <laughs> All right, so that covers the fireball. If you win the fireball, your player wins the fireball, you have to take a fireball shot, take a video, and send it to Discord so we all have proof. Um, and then the Trash Man Award. The Trash Man uh, Award, it goes to someone that should have been good for your team, but, uh, you know, instead went and let down your entire team and your entire organization in a toxic environment and made it so that everybody failed. So that's trash man. Well, I think it's more not just should have been, but let's not forget they have to have the opportunity. So Mike Williams. Okay. Yeah, he he failed two for twenty nine, but he also had the opportunity, right? They they got the win versus Indy. Other players had to pick up the team, and but they needed Mike Williams in there. And I'll I'll throw up uh, a little bit later. We're gonna be talking about uh, my man Sony Michelle. Fifteen carries for fourteen yards. That's opportunity yeah. wasted, wasted, especially against just a team they're decimating. Anyways, I As opposed to, like, someone getting hurt, they didn't have the opportunity because they got hurt and they were out of the game. They can't qualify for trash, man. Yeah. Uh, any yeah. fanboys on this game? I don't uh, see anything. Well, actually... Or did Scott Bandwagon jump and he's a Cleveland fanboy now? Is that Wait, is that something that happened? Can't we can't we talk about Sonny Michelle right now? Oh, he's, he's on, on the team. bench. Yeah, but he he was but on he the was, bench. He wasn't in the roster, so, so he doesn't qualify. He doesn't Unbelievable! Qualify. Unbelievable! <laughs> How deep are ten man leagues that Sonny Michelle's on the bench? Well, who do you put in? Let's see. If he, let's see if he made a good choice here. Gurley, okay. Kevin Coleman. Not that we're backseat driving for Nick. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know, Gino. Do you think you play Coleman over Sony Michelle? I don't know if I play Mike Williams over Sony Michelle. How about that? Because okay. I don't mind the Coleman play because we were supposed to see a high scoring game and plenty of opportunity in a Kyle Shannon offense for, for that. Um, maybe Mike Williams wouldn't have been the call to make there. We're not going to Monday, Tuesday morning, whatever quarterback his team. Well, but well I mean, we definitely, we definitely are Tuesday morning quarterbacking <laughs> and because he only put up 1.4 points. We're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, true. But you draft Sonny Michelle to put him in the game, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, he, I guess he made the right call. It just still didn't help him. But Sony Michelle definitely would have been the trash man. But he was on the bench. Doesn't qualify. So no Sonny Michelle trash man award for this, Breaks this week. My heart. I know you're sad. Okay. All right. And then I know you're sad. Scott's getting a nod. I actually did some math. He's got 44 points on the bench between Gallup, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Will Fuller, and then a couple points from Brita. So we'll keep an eye out. Uh, I know somebody, <laughs> Travis, has Tom Brady sitting in his pine. But uh, – I, I think we're still not counting quarterbacks on the bench. So <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you're referencing Excel of the Week. We didn't talk about that yet either. Excel of the Week is when um, your bench, we would like them to outscore your actual team because I think that'd be hilarious. That'd but be clutch. It, it's, who, it's whoever has the most points on their bench. We're kind of not including quarterbacks when we're referencing this unless it's a quarterback that just went crazy. Right. Like if he, if he had benched Lamar Jackson, we'd have to take that into consideration. Right. Yeah. But you benched Tom Brady. We kind of expect that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Ooh, Latavius Murray touchdown. Um, <laughs> breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. 30, 30 yard TD run. Latavius Murray. Oh my God. 30 yards. <laughs> and they okay. thought he couldn't be a Mark Ingram. Okay. But, we're going to be at this uh, all day. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and press on. Up next is going to be Kufefe. And what can, Crazy Pants Brown do for you. So, obviously, you can tell we're recording during the Monday night games. And uh, New England Texans is only about halfway over. But it's going to be a pretty clear-cut win here for uh, what can Brown do for you. Right now, he's got Camara. He's got Sanders playing later. But, I mean, just putting up some numbers on his board. New York defense with 18. Marlon Mack with 30. And Maddie Ice, who, I don't know, I guess in the fourth quarter he played a little bit, uh, putting up 30. If this is how our win. quarterback points are broken. Matty Ice does not deserve 30 points. Uh, <laughs> you're right. He deserves 30.16 points. So. <laughs> All right. So, Kufefe and, you know, keeping with the theme of having the best quarterback on your team and still losing, had Pat Mahomes put up almost 40 points and is going to not score 100 points. Um, and then... Look at Tim. I, I don't know if he's ever saw a W next to his, his name, except for the one that mattered last year. <laughs> Zacho. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tim actually, uh, honestly, the guy's got the best luck. So first he had last year, Lev Bell, didn't play all year. This year, <laughs> Antonio Brown has been taking him on a roller coaster. Yeah. But I think Tim can take it to the bank, just like Antonio Brown uh being on the Patriots, that's going to be a no-questions-asked starter. It's going to be Lockett and A.B. all year, just getting the job done for Tim. I think I think Tim's motto this year is first or worst. Because <laughs> if you look at his team, he went out and got – he's got Antonio Brown head case. He's got Josh Gordon head case. A.J. Green, don't know when he's coming back. 
Allen Robinson had a good game on his on his bench too, but he goes to these stands where he can't catch a ball. Like it's going to be really interesting to see his team uh, wind up. Damian Williams, who isn't the best run, running back in Kansas City anymore, like it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see how his team ends up. But great week one for him. Great week one. On Allen's side, obviously, like you said, Mahomes was putting up forty. Then he had two other players get to the double digits. Michael Thomas is having a great game. Six for 90 so far, a little after halftime. And then Kelsey, I mean, fire and forget tight end. He doesn't have to think about this. Although, have you seen Allen's bench? He's got TJ Hawkinson. Oh, Fanboy on his bench. So he doesn't qualify for the award. I know, I know. He's got some really good picks. I love Hawkinson. I love Singletary. Like, I think his bench is just... Hopefully, oh. a fertile field of players who score double don't digits to put on his team. Don't sleep on little on Cooper Cup there. Oh yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup on his bench too. Yeah, and yeah. Jeff King Joffrey will only get better. This is his worst game of the season. I'm calling it right now. Nothing worse than this. <laughs> I mean, so Geis is obviously going to be out of there. He's going to have Singletary in probably. I mean, he could. He's not going to play Hawkinson. That's a a, a, a year-long stash for a keeper move that he pulled. Because he's not going to take Kelsey out, barring injury. Yeah, it's going to be solid. But Kelsey does usually spend three, four games on the injury report each year. So I think it's solid. Uh, nice pickup on the Cleveland defense. Just another <laughs> terrible play. I don't know why anybody believes in Cleveland. I learned my lesson last year. If they're on hot knocks, stay the hell away from them. Uh <laughs> Okay, uh, let's just jump into the awards here. Fireball, yeah. who do we got on Tim's team? Tim's team, Fireball nominee. It's got to be Mac. We, we can reference last year's pod when I talk about how not good Marlon Mack is. No, we can reference what he did on Sunday. He almost fumbled <laughs> on his big yeah. play, right? Like, he yeah. did not look good. But <laughs> apparently, L.A. was worse. Yeah, I... I He's definitely a fireball nominee. I don't think he does this again. He could do this again. He could get hurt. I I don't honestly let's let's take a minute and talk about Indianapolis for a second. Jacoby Brissett looked good. He did look good. And TY looked good because of it. Delaney Walker with two touchdowns. Like That's a what? different team. Wait, which one's Delaney Walker on? Am I like a Titans. couple years behind? He's on the Titans. Oh, well, they're all white and blue. <laughs> Looks like I got to edit some. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. No. Okay. But Indianapolis looked Indianapolis look good. Um, mostly Jacoby Brissett looked good, and it opened up the running game. Uh, Marlon Mack had a good, great stat line. He had a great game. Uh, definitely Fireball Award nominee there. Uh, as far as Trash Man goes, <sighs> It's for me. It's between Montgomery and Diggs. I'm I mean, leaning Diggs. So, so, oh man, I had the same thought in my head. And the question is, Diggs performed the way he did, partially because of injury. Whereas David Montgomery, he. So I'm I'm hesitant to call it Diggs because of partial injury. I'm hesitant to call it Montgomery because he actually looked pretty good. He was definitely the best running back on Chicago. It's just Chicago decided to treat him like the rookie running back he is and give him a third of a timeshare or half of a timeshare. 
I don't, I don't like your Diggs argument because he's playing. He's not injured. He didn't walk off. He didn't limp off. He didn't go into a blue tent. If you want to make an argument about him not having an opportunity because their team only threw 11 passes, that's a better argument. But then you can still make the same argument that Dave Montgomery was only in for, like, whatever, 14 plays or whatever he was in there for. So, um... It's tight. It's tight. But I think I think you've won me over. I think Diggs is our trash man nominee from this game. Okay. Moving on, we got Travis V. Felder. Um, can we just talk about how bad Eric's team name is? It doesn't even make sense. Uh, Ertz didn't have a crazy game. He's just, I don't know. All right, so Felder's going to take this one. <laughs> it's the only one that's close. Uh, Travis would need Deshaun Watson. He's got 21 points already, so he's having a good game. Uh, he would need another, let's call it, 10 to 15 from Watson, and then he needs Philip Lindsay to hit his mark of 12, which I don't think either is really possible. Deshaun Watson, I mean, it's a close game. He could keep trying to score, but... I'm I'm gonna go ahead and call this one for Felder, and then if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, you might have really called it for Felder, but I guess secretly that's what you probably want to happen. That you really called it, and then he lost. So karma doesn't work that way. So Felder probably won. <laughs> Let's uh, see. Despite the fact that he had a terrible quarterback. Yes, yes, yes. I, you know, don't you remember how Brian like almost cussed me out he was so angry i traded away baker last year he was like that's a keeper for years and years and years he's so good but he's really not good although his commercials are amazing i do love him living in the stadium (laughs) you know you know who deserve felder deserves the win because he had the gumption to start latavius murray today and it's paying off already yeah that's impressive so Let's see, Greg the leg getting it done, Baltimore for Felder. Barkley had a terrible game. His floor is 18 points, it looks like. (laughs) Trash Man Award nominee if he had lost. (laughs) And then T.Y. Keaton Allen. Uh, On Travis's side. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. That's fine. We can talk about it when we get to the awards. Okay. On Travis's side, right now Deshaun Watson is doing work. He just broke another 20-yard or so run. Love the man. Thielen. Pretty much the uh, only pass catcher on Minnesota this week. Kenny G, he looked good. He had a couple uh, really close calls, a couple pass interferences, which didn't help him. I'm pretty sure he got, like, clobbered once in the end zone and, and you know, got the flag, but didn't get any points for it. David Johnson. Go, DJ. Looked, That's my DJ. Go, yeah. DJ. He had That's a great, my DJ. He had a great, oh. like, eight minutes of game time at the end of the fourth quarter. He's he's probably the best receiver on their team, why couldn't oh. they figure it out? Last, why couldn't they figure it out last year that they that you can't be guarded over Larry Fitz? All right, Larry Fitz is the goat, but DJ is <laughs> probably the best receiver on the team. Oh, okay, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'm hurt again, Mixon. Then jokes on you, which the only player that I think performed to the level we expected uh, on Cleveland, and then Goskowski. God, so many kickers were in double Jeez, digits. Their kickers went nuts. Yeah, so many kickers were in double digits this week. That's why we shouldn't have kickers in our league. Right? I'm for it. Like, yeah, we're just guessing at that point. Anyway, and then and then it makes it such a big deal, too. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, All right. I mean, but anyways. Let's get into the awards. Um, <laughs> basically, I want to get back and talk about T.Y. Hilton. 
Yeah, he is my fireball nominee for this for this game because, because no one knew that? what he was gonna do, right? Like, I mean, look at his projected points: ten, ten points for a guy that was once the best wide receiver in the league, like what, only three or four years ago? Yeah, and he's not like he's like old. Like, we just didn't know what to think because two years ago when Brissett was out there it was horrendous. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dude, fireball nominee. My boy Keenan Allen, 23 points is kind of what I expect. So I'm not (laughs) – I'm sad he's not on my team anymore, and I'm not impressed. T.Y. Hilton impressed me today. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton put the team on his back because Jacoby Brissett – I mean, honestly, Jacoby kind of put the team on his back too. Uh, But on the other side, trash man for Olga's – I don't know. It can't be Mixon. It can't be Mixon. It can't be – like, there's no really bad players here. Uh, he had a decent game. Honestly, can we just give it to Philip Lindsay? Because I know he's going to be trash. He's just going to be garbage. <laughs> he's not good this year. Uh, or well, how about the Dallas defense? Because although they crushed the Giants, he still didn't get the projected points he needed. <laughs> can we give it to Travis as the trash man of his team for leaving Sammy Watkins on his bench? Oh, my gosh. Sammy Watkins. Um, <laughs> okay, I let's mean, say. I'm pretty sure say, he's going to win Acceler just with Sammy. Yeah, so I think it's safe to say that Travis does not have a good Trashman nominee. Travis, you skated by, but I, we'll, you... We'll, we'll, we'll give him one nominally. Uh, Lindsay. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, asterisk side note. Oh, man. They just, was that New Copkins that scored again? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so side note, uh, asterisk. If somehow... Travis comes back and wins this game. Fireball will be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, for yeah. Oh god, I love it. Deshaun Watson yeah. that took that big twenty yard run, took a hit, and still got the ball in the end zone. Did you see the aerial where you can see as his feet get cleared out from under him, the the uh, Python cam is looking straight up, and you just see his yeah. whole body rotate, and he's just like, I'm getting the ball to the end zone, touchdown, and then like got his can rocked. Yeah, it was like movie special effects in real life. Oh, it was um, amazing. Okay. So Travis is going to be tough to to add up because he would be leading for Exceller, but he's got some negative points on his bench. <laughs> that makes it a lot tougher. <laughs> Good uh, thing he uh, held on to that Jacksonville D. <laughs> God, I can't believe we still have people keeping two defenses. I just, it's a 10 team league. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. It hurts me. It okay. hurts me. All right, uh, so Exceller. These, these are a couple of fanboy players. Oh, so, Philip Lindsay. Fanboy, fanboy nominee, Travis. Fanboy nominee, Philip Lindsay. Oh, man, that's probably going to take the cake, too. Yeah. All right. I like how we're just predicting the demise of Philip Lindsay's game. <laughs> hey, if we record before the last game, it's just how it has to go. Uh, next up, so Gino, you know, I like to save the podcast games for last. Obviously, I'm going to be the pop, drop, and lock it this week. So. <laughs> Travis, Pop, lock, and drop it. Yeah, all the same. Uh, Brian v. Gino, the now or never game. You want to take it away? Tell me how it went. Uh, like, I mean, I, I referenced it earlier. It's it's the game of karma. You know, Dak Prescott doesn't like the way that his fanboy player treated him. Uh, you know, he was giving him all kinds of respect by offering Russell Wilson for Dak Prescott. And Dak was like, oh, man, you know, like, I appreciate that you consider me a top five quarterback in this game. 
<laughs> and I'm going to perform that way. And then Brian went against his fanboyism, so I don't even know if you can call him a Cowboys fan anymore. Because there wasn't, it wasn't even like my offer of the trade. And Dak came out, 46 points. He's obviously uh, in the running for fireball on my team because none of us saw this coming. We we thought, you know, Kellamore offense might be better. Um, but who knows? I mean, Kellamore was a second string quarterback at best. How good is he at running an offense? Apparently pretty good. Um, and then... On the other side, Aaron Rodgers, probably the arguably the most talented quarterback of all time, just goes out and puts up a stinker for him. It's <laughs> nothing but karma in this game. <laughs> so I just want to throw this out there. Obviously, we don't respect people who put two defenses on their team. Uh, I'm also going to judge you if you have three quarterbacks. I don't care how good they are. As a word of warning, if you have three quarterbacks and you manage to pick the worst one to play for the week... <laughs> We're also going to bring that up. Way to go. Russell Wilson, three more points. Uh, Tom Brady, like 20 more points. Yeah, at least have the gumption. If you're going to put Tom Brady on your team, maybe it's even because of our bet. Put him in your starting lineup then. Oh, my God. I mean, Tom Brady is a top 10 quarterback from here on out now that he's got just animals in his wide receiver core. (laughs) Yeah, so um, actually going over – Brian's team, a lot of letdowns. He's one point away from scoring 100 points. He might get to 100. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, I would normally put Aaron Rodgers up for a trash man nominee here, but Chicago's defense looks even better than they were last year, if that's possible. I'm not going to hate on them from that. He still found a one way to win the game. They didn't lose. Tyree Kill got hurt. That's unfortunate. Jules had a decent game. Chubb, come on, Cleveland. Okay, Give Chubb out. the ball. Let's not let's not blow past this Jules Edelman thing, right? Fourteen points for a guy who you draft for PPR and yards. You don't draft for touchdowns. This is a really respectable Edelman performance. A touchdown would only be a bonus. Yeah. He doesn't go. He's not a third round pick. Like he he goes a little further down the draft. Fourteen points is what you're going to get all the time. I think this is like textbook Edelman. This is exactly what you expect. This is why you draft him. That's what I said. He yeah. did his thing. Oh, I thought you said it was a letdown. Okay. No, Chubb. I said Edelman did his thing. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, though. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I said he did his thing. You have the recording, so you'll know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Nick Chubb. God, Cleveland, give him the ball. Nick Chubb, <laughs> come on. I mean, and, then, and then Hilliard got the touchdown? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, I'm happy because of this game, but, Brian, I feel for you on that one. Like, He's a power back. You can't if you can't hit, get him in, in the end zone. Aaron Jones let down. Um, oh yeah, Mark Ingram do though. You, do you do you worry if you're Aaron Jones if you if you're Brian with Aaron Jones? No, I it's it's like the same reason I don't worry about uh, Juju, right? Aaron Jones is a good player on a good team. He's gonna be fine. It just so happens they're playing Chicago, which is stout. Their defense is really good. Jamal Williams was out there a lot more than we wanted to see him, probably, though. I, It's a talent thing, though. I think Aaron Jones has the talent. And so, yeah, sure. Initially, it might not be – it might be a 50-50 time. But I think as the year goes on and we see who really gets the job done, you're going to see a lot more Aaron Jones, maybe like a 60-40. And that would that would make him get the value that, that Brian's looking for. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not, I wouldn't worry about it either. But if you are worried, Brian – 
let's 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 set up a trade. We'll do it on the app. Uh, Mark Ingram. Dude. Oh, loved it. He looks oh. so good. Yeah. I I actually in the in the uh, draft podcast, I think I made the joke that he's only the second best running back on that team. Uh, it turns out I was completely wrong. He is. He looks real good out on his own. Uh, it's just like that song, like "Here I Go Again on My Own." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But he did have Miami to run against, so the team where half the players want off of the team after the week one loss. Right. So let's not get too excited. Uh, same reason why we don't want to get too excited for Lamar Jackson. But I will say Baltimore in general, they look good. The two rookie wide receivers, Boykin and Hollywood Brown, both look great. Um, you know, whatever. Mark Ingram, he would be a fireball nominee if you didn't weren't on a team of trash. Uh, and then... <laughs> Real quick, going to my team, Dak, obviously, Fireball nominee. Devontae Adams, huge letdown. Again, I'm not going to worry about it. It's Chicago. Yeah. We beat the dead horse there. Lev Bell. Let's talk about Lev. Oh, man. So good to see Lev Bell back out doing Lev Bell things on a team that was horrible. Yeah. They, they, oh, God, they looked bad, but Lev still found a way to be there for us in our fantasy hearts. Um, I don't want to get into how bad the Jets actually look and Donald looks and everything, because Buffalo is actually – they shouldn't have won, but Buffalo is a better team and especially a better defense than most people give them credit for. Um, so Honestly, I I'm think just Lev, happy to see Lev. Lev Bell is going to be like that Saquon Barkley guy where – you can run the offense through him, even though it's a bad team, and he's gonna they're going to give him enough opportunity. They're going to find ways to get him the ball, whether it's a classic handoff or, you know, short passes in the flat across the middle. Like, Lev Bell is just going to be the weapon. Um, who else is at the Jets? Like, Robbie Anderson? Is that the only other big thing yeah. there? Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Um, shoot. Um, Crowder. Oh, Crowder had a heck of a game, actually. He didn't had he? a heck of a game, yeah. Because Robbie um, Anderson was just getting crushed. And then, I'll, I'm full disclosure, we don't hide anything from you guys. I'm just relieved that the Lev Bell draft has work, worked out at least for week one because I was on Maui during the draft with some crappy internet, and that was an auto pick for me. Because <laughs> I, I got booted off, and I came back and I was like, I had planned on drafting Tyreek Hill, and Lev Bell ended up on my team. Oh, man, maybe I should just auto-pick next year. It can't get any worse. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on for net, big disappointment. Uh, he I did. About what... can we... So a real quick question, Travis, just think about this. Uh, I think if a player gets in a fight on the field, if he wins the fight, we should throw him like five, six points, like fantasy points. Because <laughs> that would make Fournette more fantasy relevant, and it would make all the Jacksonville team more fantasy relevant. Yeah, and we, and we talked about... Uh, how I feel about Burnett and how I think that he's still going to be a beast. Um, Mark Andrews. God, what a win for this podcast. We talked up Mark Andrews. No, and... no, we're not taking the Mark Andrews victory lap. Not right now. <laughs> not with the only game that we have to look at is Miami. We need a little more. <laughs> okay, fine. Fireball nominee Mark Andrews then. Okay. All right. Uh, just as a side note, I don't know if you've been watching the game, uh, but they've put in, Who's the backup quarterback on New Orleans? And they're just letting him run quarterback draws. Justice Hill. Or not Justice Hill. Uh, uh, something Hill. Yeah, they do that every year. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's super annoying for the Breeze owner. Yeah, what's his name? Something Hill. 
Yeah, whatever. Okay. Dude from BYU. He doesn't even drink. Yeah. He sucks. He does suck. Oh. Okay. We're actually and running then, up on time, so let's let's go ahead and jump okay. right into the awards. Uh, Fireball. I mean, is it Mark Andrews or is it Dak? I think both have a legitimate fight. Uh, uh, he'll just caught a with, touchdown. I'm gonna go with Dak. Dak, I think so too. Uh, Dak looked real good. Granted, it was against the New York Football Giants, as they call themselves. Um, I don't think you need to put football in your team name, but hey, whatever. Let the Giants do what the Giants do. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that. And then Trashman's on uh, on Brian. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. I thought we were going to go Aaron Jones. Uh, no, no. We, we, we gave him both a pass because of Chicago. Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick, Nick Chubb, just all of Cleveland. No, Chubb had yeah, – he, he had the opportunity. I mean – he didn't get as many carries we'd like to see. And then, obviously, we're not going to give Brady points for the Acceler. Uh, so, oh, well. All right, finally. Can we can we give Brian uh, the fanboy award because he wanted Dak to do so well that he he knew he wouldn't do well on his team, so he left him on my team? No. No, that's okay. just – that's spiteful, and that's not the okay. kind of negativity we try to bring with this podcast. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Now let's go to uh, the player of the week, Brandon. After the noon games, I almost cried. I was like, "F this! I hate fantasy so much." Dalvin, can Cook, you can you explain Derek your Henry. team name? Yeah, Jingleheimer Schmidt. You yeah, don't get it. That? Well, on my bench, I have Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. Anybody? Come on. What is that from? Have you not heard that before? No. What oh. Is it from? It's like a kid's song. Like, Josh Jacobs, Jingle Hunt. I'm not going to keep singing it. Apparently, what is, you don't it, what it. is it even about? It, it's just because I have Josh Jacobs. I understand, but what's the song about? Uh, how some guy's name is your name, too. It's a kid's song, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right, so I got a couple things for you. <laughs> One, you can't have your team name be named up to somebody that you're not willing to play. That's fair. That's good criticism. Uh, okay. But I'm, I'm just going to keep it. And then, two, you should also know what the meanings of these songs are. Because if they're old children's songs, they're probably, like, racist oh. or fascist or something. Oh, my God. Super sexist. It's probably, like, queer-hating. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we took Josh out back and we castrated him. Because he was into <laughs> other boys. Yeah. Okay, anyways. But it's cute because it's a little kid song. Um, okay, so Brandon's team just went insane. On it's top still of that, going insane. His as keeper, Nuke Hopkins, two touchdowns on six receptions and 50 yards. I mean, Wentz, 35 points. Cooper, 21. Cook, 26. Henry, almost 30 points. Tyler Boyd, 10 points. Butt kicker, 17 points. Kickers are dumb. And then Chicago D. Uh, and, and, he had, and he had the goat on the bench, Larry Fitz. Okay, you need to pick one name for goat and not just call everybody the goat because I have no <laughs> idea who you're talking about when you say that. Uh, yeah, Brandon's team went crazy. And then on my team, I just – I did literally uh, – I don't know. I, I thought I thought I cheated the draft. I thought my team was so good. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is Cam does have these games every year. He does have real low pointers. Uh, Nick dealt with that all last year. Mike Evans, I – I don't know what happened with Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston put up uh, 0.5 points in the league that I saw him played in. It wasn't great. Uh, Marvin Jones, 
it, that's kind of what I expected out of him. But I was hoping in the plus matchup, maybe. Uh, Devontae Freeman is my trash man nominee. He was given all the opportunity. They got okay. rid of Coleman. There's not the timeshare, although Edo Smith got a few more carries this year than I thought he was going to. But come on, 2.6 points as a starter. But if we're if we're going to give people passes for good defenses, Minnesota's a good defense. And Devonta Freeman, it wasn't a running back scenario for them because they went down quick. Yeah, those 11 passes that Minnesota threw were where, pretty important. Where I w- and I'll let you choose it because this is your team. But I would argue that Mike Evans in what Wolf. was supposed to be a high-scoring matchup, you drafted him. Where you drafted him for the purpose of number two know, overall, man, or number two, yeah. my second pick overall. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's your choice, though. This is your team. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, great play on the Chris Carson and believing in him and starting him week one because I think as long as he stays healthy, he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I'm I'm high on Chris Carson. I actually. I love my middle round running back. So Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. I don't know why I'm talking nice about my team. My team obviously put up a big stinker. <laughs> my bench quarterback had 15 points. Like just, just terrible, terrible play. The person who I thought was a handcuff put up 17 with his two touchdowns that he stole from Gurley. I just, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm trying to not have that, you know, week one depression from just a rough week one. But uh, yeah, what do you, what do you do with Malcolm Brown? Because you're, you're not gonna play him. <laughs> But, but I can't drop him, him either. <laughs> and I cannot drop him. Oh, man, that's great. You should probably get rid of golf, though. I, I need to... Who, oh, who carries worry. two quarterbacks? I already or... have two waivers in for golf <laughs> to replace him. Uh, oh, and then, and then you didn't even play your keeper. No, because... Because, hear me out, I'm not going to play him over Mike Evans. And then I thought, if there was any team that Marvin Jones Jr. would just go ham... It was Arizona and their Swiss cheese defense. Turns out. <laughs> turns out I was wrong on that. So Tur- although, turns out his his name isn't Hawkinson. Well, I mean Ridley would have uh, would have disappointed me until the fourth quarter because that, that Falcons game was just sad. And he got he got a yeah. touchdown, but he got it real late. Um, okay, so we're gonna go with Mike Evans for the trash man. And then who'd we say for the fireball? We haven't said uh, it yet. We we haven't yet. And it, it probably should be Derrick Henry, but no one wants to give Derrick Henry credit for anything because, come on. Can we I give think... it to Dalvin Cook? Because this is only one chance to do it. Maybe before he gets hurt for the year? No, before – because now we expect him every game to be Dalvin Cook. But he looks so good. He did. And he, like – not only did he have this killer stat line, he had, like, a 20 or 30-yarder called back. Like, every time he got the ball and made a little bit of space, he was – Gone. It was awesome. It was really fun to watch Dalvin Cook this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fanboy nominee, I guess we could give Amari Cooper because he's a Cowboys fan, right? But it's oh, not like yeah. he wasn't. Go- it's not like he wasn't gonna play him. <laughs> we could yeah. give him Amari Cooper for drafting him and believing that he could actually still be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So timeout. Breaking news. Nuke Hopkins just suplexed a guy. And he came up swinging, flags down. There's a fight on the field. Uh, I I want 10 points for New Hopkins uh, for Brandon's team. 10 more points, Travis. <laughs> was it Lattimore? He won the fight. Yeah, it was. 
It was yeah. uh, Lattimore picked him off and Nuke just suplex it. It was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Not to get too distracted here. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and we can talk uh, overall award winners. Or no, let's go Pop, Lock, and Drop it first. All right. Are you ready, Gino, for our favorite favorite segment of the week? Yeah. Yeah. All right, bring it back the pop lock and drop it. And, you know, obviously we do it with the worst team of the week, and your reigning Zacco, two time Zacco, uh, is, is on the block. So, pop, lock, drop. What do you got, Gino? Oh, man. I'm sure you've thought about this a lot already because, you know, it's your team. I'm going to go ahead and start. Let's start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it up. I'm going to start with locks. Start with lock. Okay. Okay. And I think your lock is Devonta Freeman. I don't think you should get too cute and want to bench him. I know it's going to be impossible for you because you have Zeke and you have Carson and you probably really want to play Josh Jacobs because you haven't seen him play yet tonight. But if you have that problem, it's probably time to trade. All I'm saying is Devonta Freeman is not going to let you down as long as he's healthy. I, I agree. Um, I don't think he's my lock only because I'm going to go Mike Evans. Stay strong. Jameis had a really bad game. It was just a rough outing for whatever reason. It will get better. I drafted him as my second pick. Like, I'm not deviating on the Mike Evans. He will get his points this year. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And uh, who does he got next next week? Who? Tampa Bay? They're going to be against Carolina. Okay. And then he's got the Giants. Yeah. So... Um. Okay. <laughs> I, really I got have, I, No, I mean, I like. I obviously like. I would say he's a good lock nominee as well. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of him. I okay, would let's, say let's move on to what do you want to what do you want to do next? Hey, we're positive people. Let's pop. Who's gonna pop? All right. I am trying to see on your bench if I think someone's gonna pop, and I I don't see it. So I'm going to go ahead and take the easy road out because I may only have one chance to do this. <laughs> Zeke Elliott's going to pop for you. Yeah, of course Zeke Elliott's going to pop. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually really torn between three players for pop, right? I think Vance Dance is going to have a comeback game. I'm not really worried about him. Uh, I think Robbie Anderson, tough Buffalo defense. Not in the first, no. Have you seen his next few games? No, I haven't. I haven't looked at his next few. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I guess. I, I would save him New for, like, England week six or something. And then bye. Oh, God. Okay. And then, uh, obviously, I took Josh Jacobs, and I think he's going to be a killer. So, because I haven't got to see him play, he may not even be a pop nominee because he may put up 25 big ones on my bench. Uh, so, I'm going to say Vance Dance. You know, just like with the rest of my team, I'm going to do my best, take a deep breath, have a few beers, don't go doing anything crazy, give him a chance to reset. 
bad games happen. Okay. Now it's time for the drops. Now it's time for the drop. Uh, I'll start this one off. Easy pick. Uh, Jared Goff, why am I rostering two quarterbacks? That's fair. I am not going to – okay, I'm going to give you a few different drops real fast, okay? Okay. Drop from your team, Jared Goff. Drop from your starting lineup, probably Marvin Jones. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But what I really wanted to say is I know this isn't even fair because it's not really part of pop, lock, and drop, but I want you to drop Malcolm Brown from your team via trade. (laughs) Via trade. So I need to go find the girly owner and make a trade for bench yeah. players. That's my recommendation because you're never going to start him. Not I, with the running backs you have. Well, so the reason that I took him, I'll throw this out there. I'll, I'll let you peek behind the curtain, right? Yeah. The reason I took him is I don't think Gurley's going to stay healthy all year. And if Gurley's not healthy, Malcolm Brown is – obviously he's almost playable already based on how much volume he got last night. I think he's going to blow up if Gurley goes down. But here's the deal. If Gurley goes down, I don't think he does much more than he – this is his ceiling. We, we just saw it. Yeah. Right? And if Gurley if goes only... down, are you going to put him in over Carson, Zeke, Devonta? Hey, it never hurts to have Josh running Jacobs. depth. It doesn't hurt. You have, but you have great depth. All I'm saying is, at, like, he's not going to score two touchdowns every game. And somebody's going to believe in him, probably especially the Gurley owner. You need some wide receiver depth. That's all I'm saying. Drop him from your team via trade. We've been my recommendation. Okay. All right. So we got our pop lock and drop it. Uh, actually, it was a good. It was a good team to look at because we didn't have a lot of agreement this week. Lots of yeah. different different ideas. And then uh, let's see. We let's go ahead and go back over the fireball on the trash man. Right. So the fireball nominees: Eckler, Mac, Ty, Prescott, Cook. I think I think we're in agreement that Eckler gets it with a strong nod to Ty. Yes. Love to see Fireball. the goat. Love to see the goat just getting it done. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, we expect that fireball shot. Uh, oh yeah, and, Scott. Uh, before the game started, us it's bad karma. Okay, trash man, Mike Williams, Diggs, Lindsey, Chubb, and Evans. Mind you, Lindsey hasn't played yet. You want to go ahead and just free, free give trash man to Lindsay? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Let's be fair. Okay. Let's be fair to him. Uh, who, who do you think, shit. Evans? I think Evans really, uh, I mean, he obviously took my team down. The only other person I really consider would be Chubb, but Chubb got double digits at least. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans, congratulations to me. Congratulations, Dave. You are the trash man of the week. Mike Evans, congratulations to him. Sorry, not you. All all I'm saying is I'm on a strong losing streak. I lost every game in the playoffs last year and week one this year. (laughs) Uh, Call me the Cleveland Browns. There was so much hope for me, and I just can't get it done. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead. Um, So we're going to try to work in this, this fab waiver pickup. I don't think we should this week. Uh, I know we kind of teased it on the chat a little bit, but we're running out of time. So let's just go ahead and look at the matchup, and then maybe next week we'll switch it out. Instead of uh, talking all the news, we can talk good games of the week. or We can talk, sorry, the fab stuff. Okay. So 
matchup of the week. Who do we got looking next week? So the matchup's going to be me versus Felder. Uh, that shouldn't be close. I should blow him out of the water. Uh, obviously, Travis and Brian. Godfather, that's almost always the game of the week when the Godfathers play each other. You versus Timmy. Ooh, that's going to be a good matchup. Uh, we got Zacho, Scotty v. Davis versus Wince, another TD. I expect Brandon to just keep rolling. There's nothing slowing down Derrick Henry and uh, Dalvin Cook. And then Scott Ugh. versus Allen. What do you think? All right. I don't even know why we're – it's the God, Godfather and co-Godfather. It's always a Godfather game. Yeah. And let me look at it. Oh, man. The projection oh. right now isn't strong. But, you know, if we took – instead of looking at the projection for next week, let's just see what the they did this week. So 99 versus 110. So that's a close game. 10 points, that's a touchdown. Oh, you know what? They both have key players that are going to be out probably with Tyreek Hill and Joe Mixon on each side respectively. Um, but is it, am I allowed to pick? Am I picking this one? Yeah, sure. Okay. So for the first shotgun bet of the year. I forgot we did this. 20. Gino v. Dave. I am going to take... I would love to take my now or never brother. But David Johnson... Oh, man. Never mind. Hold on. Oh, man. Oh, what do I believe? You believe that everybody oh, wins I, when you take a shotgun. I do believe everybody wins when I take a shotgun. Oh, man. This is so hard. Because in my heart, I know... Oh, God. I got to go with my now or never brother. I wanted to go for Travis's team because I want DJ to be on everything I root for, but <laughs> it's zero seven now or never, and I have to go with Brian. That's great. I wish we kept stats. Whenever you go now or never, brother, I win like almost all of these weeks. <laughs> so Travis, just keep getting it done. Uh, I I really don't need to tell you what to do because you are a competent grown ass man. Yeah, and Brian, uh, I don't know which of your three quarterbacks you're going to put out there. I'm assuming it's Tom Brady since they're playing Miami. <laughs> so let's just say we got this one in the bag. I don't know. So the Patriots aren't going to run up the score like Baltimore did because the Patriots know how to win, where Baltimore's like, oh, my God, we can just keep scoring. Oh, hold on. Lamar Jackson didn't even play the fourth quarter. I know. I know. So, they didn't even mean to run up the score, and they did it. Uh, with, with, dude, you, you're telling me AB is not going to come out and score five touchdowns if he can? Dude, they're just going to feed Sony Michelle, I believe. <laughs> and I need, I need that to be true, too. So, uh, <laughs> game of the week, Godfathers. Gino's taking his now and never brother and a shotgun, and Dave is taking Travis. Uh, <laughs> Cody X, that wraps up for the week. We locked you in about an hour. Um, Man, it feels good to be back in fantasy football. Yeah, absolutely. Week one. Oh, man. I'm already sad that it's going to be over in a few months. Like, I'm already feeling it. But I'm excited. Um, good week one for everybody. Don't get, too, don't get too crazy. If you don't understand Fab, look into it. Make sure that you're making proper percentage decisions. And with that, we'll see how it goes. All right, Cody X. Love you. See ya. See
Intro music is Happy Whistle by Scott Holmes.